Let's go see what Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com is thinking from Ann Arbor. How you doing, Sea Dog? Doing well. Happy Friday. Yeah, back at you. What are you feeling right now? 24 hours from this moment, the Michigan fan is celebrating or saying, you know what, we were overrated. <laughs> I think it could be either way, but I do think that Michigan fans will be celebrating 24 hours from now after what will be a big win. Uh, you know, Penn State is a good team. I don't know that they're a great team. And, you know, Michigan, there's still question marks about how good they are, but I think there's less question marks about Michigan than there are about Penn State and Michigan's at home. Uh, I think that'll give them an edge in this game. So, yeah, I, I think Michigan f- should feel pretty good going in, uh, confident. And, you know, the way this series has gone, the home field typically has won out uh, as well. You know, not the case over the last two seasons, but uh, you should feel pretty good going into this one. Why do you feel pretty good about a Michigan win tomorrow at home against the Nittany Lions? Yeah, I mean, I think Penn State, well, Michigan hasn't been tested much. Penn State hasn't either. Uh, we talk a lot about how much more balanced Penn State is this year than a year ago when they could you know, not run the ball at all. But, you know, still the numbers, they, they haven't rushed that well in every game. Uh, they did in a couple games, and they have a couple good running backs. But still, I think there's a lot on Sean Clifford's shoulders, their quarterback, and over the years he's proven that he's good, solid, you know, but not a guy that's necessarily going to win you some of these bigger games. He hasn't really done it. In his career. On the other side, I think the Michigan offense, uh, you know, again, we talk a lot about Penn State's run defense, but uh, Michigan has an offensive line that has proven it can kind of push around some strong defensive lines like they did at Iowa. Uh, J.J. McCarthy also can make plays in the past game. So I just think Michigan has more of an edge in a, a decent amount of categories, although it is close, which makes you nervous because if Michigan doesn't play well, then Penn State absolutely has the license to come in here and win. License to Win. It's Clayton Safey's new book, Behind the Big House Walls. License to Win. I like that. You're a good writer. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com joining us from Ann Arbor. Uh, Who's your going into the Penn State game, Michigan MVP so far this season? It has to be Blake Corum, right? I mean, what he's done, um, you know, especially over the last three weeks. Some of the stuff early on in the season, it's like, yeah, I mean, anyone can run through those holes against UConn, you know, Colorado State, Hawaii, and not to take anything away. I mean, he had five touchdowns against UConn. It was still impressive. But just what he's done in the Big Ten season so far, and and even against Iowa, over 100 yards, he had the game ceiling touchdown uh, run as well, just nasty cuts. Uh, Some of the stuff he's doing is is really fun to watch and impressive. So I'd say it's got to be him, but there are a few candidates. You look at the defensive side, Mike Morris, at the defensive end spot, they were, they've been desperate for a guy to step up there, and it's been him, especially in Big Ten play. He's got four sacks in the last three games. He's got 26 pressures on the season, which is fifth in the country, tied with Will Anderson. Uh, you know, People came into the year thinking on the defensive side he could be a Heisman guy himself. You know, Not saying Mike Morris is that, but he's had a huge impact. Mozzie Smith at the nose guard. Mike Sainer still flipping over from offense to defense at the nickel spot has been really lights out, so... There are plenty, and J.J. McCarthy's up there, too. He's played really good football. I mean, some of these completion numbers, it's crazy. He leads the country in completion percentage. Uh, you know, we're still saying, hey, we want to see more of this guy, and we want to see him throw the ball more. So uh, they've got quite a few options there, and some guys on the offensive line as well. That, piece, that group's played pretty well as a collective, too. So uh, it's all kind of working together at this point. 
Do you think Harbaugh and the offensive coaching staff have sat on their playbook waiting for the big games to unleash it? <laughs> That's been, there's been so much talk about that this week. I, I think so to an extent. I mean, he's always kind of done that where you see vanilla play calling, vanilla play calling, uh, and then in a game like this, there'll be some wrinkles, some stuff we saw, maybe a reverse. Well, now they have some other action off of that or um, you know, just different motions they're doing, things like that. And then you see a wrinkle. So I think that is probably the case. Uh, at the same time, I push back a little bit because this team is still reliant on running the football, leaning on their big offensive line, and they should be. So, you know, it's kind of a, a balance there. Of you don't want to uh, show too much in some of the games you know you're going to win or when you're up big, um, you know, so you will have those wrinkles. But also, this is a team that knows what it wants to do. It has its identity. And Really, for as much as some fans complain about that and say they want to open the pass game up more, at least Michigan on offense has an identity because there are plenty of teams around the country that are searching for that. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com joining us from Ann Arbor, Michigan hosting Penn State tomorrow. Top 10 matchup, the big nooner, whatever they call it with Fox. Um, when you look at Harbaugh, there, there's been... Uh, no negatives. I, I just really, I look at all the heat, and now that Mel Tucker, rightfully so, has taken, and Harbaugh's been down that expectation uh, highway. But uh, once he made the decision on McNamara, there hasn't been that many tough decisions so far for Harbaugh on and off the field. Yeah, they've had some adversity in some of these games, but you're right. I mean, it's pretty much gone smoothly. They When they've had that adversity or got punched in the mouth against Iowa when the momentum went the other way, Maryland when they had some success, uh, and even Indiana being tied up at halftime, they've responded really well. So you're right. Um, it is funny now that they have won the Big Ten last year and made the college football playoff. You know, every time they play a bigger game like this, if this is a huge game, we don't get the national media saying, oh, this is the biggest game of the Jim Harbaugh era when we all know it's not. It's really every Ohio State game ranks ahead of all these. I remember they said that in 2019 when Iowa came in, in here and then they beat them. But then when they win, they don't get the credit for uh, for being the biggest win of the Harbaugh era. So it is it is interesting. There's there's just less on that front, uh, not less pressure because there's always a ton, but more confidence, I guess I would say, that they can and will get it done from the fan base, the media, I think inside those walls as well. I mean, you talk to these guys on a weekly basis, and everybody just seems so confident about what they can accomplish and they you know what they can do playing their brand of football and not having to change what they do, uh, you know, depending on opponent. It's, uh, it's been really fascinating to watch that transformation because we were all around for that 2020 season. We were all around for some of those big losses in the years before that. Uh, so it just feels like a different vibe right now. And if they can get over this hurdle against Penn State, you look at the rest of the schedule going into before the Ohio State game, and they're going to be a significant favorite, probably double-digit in every single one of those games, which gives them a great shot to go in undefeated potentially and you know, hopefully for Michigan's sake the you know knock off the Buckeyes for a second straight year. What's the Twitter drama in regards to Cade McNamara? What's real? What's not? Uh, what's the latest on his injury? Is he staying at Michigan? Is he going to ride it out? Uh, what are your sources telling you? Yeah, well, he may not you know ride it out his eligibility. He has two years after this, but I think the talk in you know really uh, unfounded talk about that he may not play this season, even if he gets healthy. Uh, I don't think that's true at all. In fact, we've heard the opposite. So I wouldn't be shocked if he's out there dressed tomorrow in that game. He's getting healthier. He's still a captain from everything we've heard. He has been 
active, helping those guys out, not only the quarterback room, but on the practice field. He's been getting his treatment. There's no reason to believe that uh, that anything different is going on. And it might be, you know, you might just assume, oh, well, he'll shut it down or whatever. He wouldn't save a year of eligibility. He's already redshirted. He already has the COVID year. Uh, Unless he's going for a seventh season at some point, which he can get that waiver down the road, there's no reason to believe that Cade McNamara, when he gets healthy and we think he's getting closer, uh, won't be back out on the field and playing in that backup capacity. Clayton, it will be a big Saturday afternoon at the Big House. Enjoy it. Thanks for having me. Yep, you enjoy it too.